So the last two episodes, we've had the really screwy version of the credits. And as Ela has told me earlier, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I never put that together. The reason why is because Kira had activated Bites the Dust, and so they're stuck in a time loop. And now that Bites the Dust has been called off, we have the normal credits again. But with sound effects. But yeah, sound yeah. effects because it's the last credits. And all the, the sound effect credits to me always just fill me with the sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Like we got here. Well, we did these, it together. And these are pretty good ones. Like, oh, yeah. Unlike, I felt like part threes were a little underwhelming. They were underwhelming, yeah. As, as were part twos, really, yeah. as well. But yeah. these, these are, they do a really good job. There's a lot of random crap flying around on the screen, and they actually give good, subtle little sound effects to I really all of it. like the tick, 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 tick sound effect because even though we see that there's like a clock hand or whatever, there's so much random iconography in this opening that there's no reason for us. To, like to assume like, yeah. oh, this is about time. But so now that we know, then they add the ticking effect and it's like, oh, I see this whole, you know, it, yeah. it's a cool yeah. thing where like the sound effect would actually have spoiled things in advance. We get to hear what Gyan and, you yeah. know, Zigon sound Blech. like. Um, I like the, like, Blech. also there's like a lot of stuff in this that is sort of like satisfyingly re- repeated because of the way the opening credits are. So like the door for Rohan closing yeah. over and over. Uh, Someone signing off aim. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Giving me me little middle school flashbacks. I think think most of our listeners are way too young for that reference, and that's okay with me. They'll they'll learn. That's great. It's all right. Will they? Well, yeah, go look up door slamming sound effect. (laughs) Dot wave. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to talk to you about cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to know about them. God, me too. Okay. I mean, let's. I, I feel like that's going to be... That happens pretty much. Yeah, we'll get to that. No, we'll but, get the, but the episode does open with a cell phone. That's true. He's all talking on his oh, cell yeah, phone yeah. to his boss. Yeah. You know, just calling in late. I like that Kira, he's so arrogant. He's like, I'll be in 15 minutes late. I know. <laughs> it's so fucked up and good. It's I have, it's the best slash worst in my... Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, just when you're going to like murder several people, so you got to be late to the office. And just being like, oh, I'm I'm so sorry. Hashtag I'm so sorry. Relatable. I would never do this. Yeah. I know. I know it's really self But yeah, I like uh, that he's like, I have to discipline my kid. And I'm like, well, that's one way to put it. I love... <laughs> I love how he hangs up the phone and he's like, damn that Kosaku for being so, so apologetic. Ugh. Right. Which also like, I still have a lot of questions about how he figures out what. Yeah. Yeah. Body swappy. I mean, he's good at like, is. he's good at like inferring things about people. So maybe just right. from like how Shinobu interacts with him and like, how, I don't know. Or, oh, you I know, he's like been going to work yeah. every day yeah. though. So it's possible yeah. that he's just picked up but on I like what like people like expect Kira from him. probably also was super apologetic at work. And that's I feel a good like point. He's just blaming Kozaku for his own bullshit because like you can't see Kira like going to work dressed in the face of Kozaku being like, fuck you to random people. And then yeah. having to be like, but you're supposed to be apologetic. Like, yeah. I'm sure he's just been acting like that the whole time. Yeah, I think that I, one, there's a fish out of water anime, like workplace <laughs> hygiene anime that I, we've been robbed of. Like, K- Kira, make that OVA. Yeah. Kosaku works. No, I mean, only Rohan OVAs. Apparently. Uh, yeah, part five will just be all Rohan OVAs. <laughs> well, I mean, Rohan is obliquely in part five. Yeah. I want that either like prequel of Kira working at Kameyu or this like stretch of time where Kira is just doing his like slice of life, go to work, figure out how to talk around events that you were no part of, but other people keep referencing. 
Like I'm just like there's so isn't many there things. That, isn't there that um, show that keeps being advertised to me with a terrible thumbnail on Amazon about like a scam artist? I mean, it's scam artist shit. Scam artist shit is fun. Yeah, I also just think it's interesting where this is like another thing of like someone who like hates part of the situation that they put themselves in. Yeah. Sort of like uh, what's his name who hates his own stand. It's a little bit like the first season of The Good Place where Eleanor is like trying to pretend that yeah. she's a good person to yeah. fit in. I want that. I want I want the good place, the Kyrio Chicago edition. Uh, like, there's manga about that that great. we're going to read for our uh, in-between seasons. Excellent. So maybe these complaints are unfounded and I am just ignorant, which is fine. Also, it reminds me of, um, did you guys ever watch The Imposter ever? No, I think it's on my watch list. It's, uh, it's about... Um, like a kid goes missing and then many years later an adult comes back to the town yeah, and, is and like, claims he's the I'm guy the kid, yeah. and like very clearly isn't but everyone buys it and just goes along with it. Oh right and so then Kira has to deal with like a run of the mill panty perv for Right because a <laughs> throw a rock in, <laughs> in Morio. Throw, throw a dead dog and you will hit a panty perv Yeah, <laughs> That town. This is also Araki experimenting with drawing an ugly person. Yeah or a uh, normal, honestly, let's an, be real, a man. normal person. Yeah, Araki is beginning his experimentation with goiters. Yeah, and like <laughs> neck widths. You know how sometimes people are like, they put a mole on a character's face and they're like, character design. Yeah. So Araki <laughs> has discovered like neck fatness. Like, because not, because he length. already used to yeah. have, but he already used to have like, he would give people really thick necks. Yeah, but that was going on to a tree trunk yeah. of a body. Of like, and so it was just very clear that it was like part of the musculature. It's like that, they really overdeveloped their upper traps. Yeah. As I saw someone say one time, a long time ago, in like with uh, the Stardust Crusader boys, like it looks like they went through puberty and their pituitary glands just never stopped firing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now Araki has discovered in the same way that people discover that adding a mole gives you a character design. He's like, goiter. Yeah. <laughs> now they look different. They yeah. do. It's I true. I did it. It's like, what if not muscle body plus thick neck? Yes. <laughs> Sold. <you know? laughs> Landed I on. did it. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually we're going to, of course, end up with a muscular body with a weird thick neck. And that's how you end up with one of my favorite part five villains. And one of my, and, an, and at, at least two part five villains. Who's the other one? Notorious. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> He's not around for long, so yeah. I don't really remember what that dude looks like, to be honest. I just he remember looks his like, stand. Like a, a thumb with a little tiny face on the top of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's an ugly man in JoJo. So I also like the contrast where it's again you're in this you're in this weird situation where it's like I'm rooting for the serial killer to blow up the guy who just creeps on his neighbor. Look, creeping on hands is way less bad than creeping on panties. <laughs> I'm putting I'm putting my foot down. Okay. <laughs> I'm drawing that line. I All think right. it's definitely more rare. I think it's hilarious that Crunchyroll censored out the dude's eyeballs. Yeah, his We're eyeballs. We're just assuming it's his eyeballs. Down. It could no, be no, his <laughs> no, testicles. It, it is his eyeballs. You can see uh, pupils in it, like like it's it's okay. Uh, it's his eyeballs. Okay, for but, sure. But yeah, if you're watching on Crunchyroll, then it's just two little black spots floating around, which is sure. I definitely don't know what a human eyeball looks like because of this very show or anything <laughs> like that. So great. Um, Wait, when were there other eyeballs in this show? I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> it just feels like something that they would make me there's, see. No, there's a lot of, uh, I think there's like an explosion that happens oh, yeah. earlier in the and season where there's an eyeball. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So now we get to Josuke in post Okuyasu's probable death, grief, anger phase. His John Wick phase. Thank you. Yes, yes, that is a much better way of saying it. Um, his puppy has been murdered. Yes. 
and he will kill you. Yeah. Kira is, and he did this last episode too, but I didn't write it down till this episode. So now is when we're going to talk about it. Kira is sort of pulling a deal, but instead of counting down how many seconds are left, he's counting down how many meters there are until his little bomb gets to you. Which, but it's that same thing. Of, it's the same tension, building tension through yeah. a countdown. I just did assume we, that the next villain will be counting down the the velocity of stuff now that we've done distance and time. Uh, he also talks about, so when he's trying to blow up Josuke, cause so now Kira's chasing Josuke through the house with an exploding bubble. Josuke's being fucking badass about it. He's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Also, uh, like burning a zillion cigarettes. He's like, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> like there's literally no question in my mind. Right. This, oh, he says to Hayato, one of my favorite, he's like, this will just take a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, hold on. <laughs> I just got to defeat the final bad guy. It's, it's fine. Um, but, but he does manage to get exploded, but it doesn't kill him. And Kira makes a comment about how, like when he's detonating by hand, there's like a discrepancy in like <laughs> accuracy or power. And just the artisanal bombs is just really, I don't know. I feel like that's um, you know, the slow explosion movement. It's really gross when Josuke has the railing poles like, just through his body. I mean, he's like, at one point, he's like, yeah, I've got a pole stuck in my stomach. So can you just so get this out of my pocket like, for me, please? Yeah. Um, but so that uh, I can light you on yeah. fire. But also, but also um, <laughs> while he has the poles in him, Hayato fucking drags him around the house. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, that's, that's like Koichi dragging Jotaro. Jotaro. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, adrenaline. Yeah, also, Hayato so. is ripped. Yeah, he's That's like, true, yeah. That kid lifts. I can't even remember why, but like, Kieran's up jumping out of the way and dropping his briefcase at one point. And that's how we see that he has a cell phone with him. And it's also when we see that hit the handles on his fucking briefcase are bowling pins. It's actually, it's in the last episode. It's in the bowling pin episode as well. That was the screenshot that I sent you this morning. Oh, was that's from, from the bowling, But it's oh, like okay. a very fast thing. You don't see it. So you were looking for it this time yeah. and you saw it. But yeah, so it's, so... Kosaku has a full set of bowling pin merch. What a loser. I just want to to put a word in for the fact that Josuke looks amazing in this entire episode. He's got poles sticking out of him and he's still doing amazing poses. Yeah, and he does like this lip curl that Crazy Diamond also does in unison, like right behind him, and it just looks great. Kira manages to demonstrate his like uncanny ability to instantly understand how other people's stands work. Which is great because I'm not 100% sure yeah, so, on what Josuke's so doing. Yeah, Josuke, so Josuke like smashes a vase and then like... Well, he has blood on his hand. He has blood on his hand. He smashes a vase. He... Puts his blood on the thing. On the things. And then like sort of just like flicks it at really high yeah. speed and it, at Kira. And it repairs itself into the blood of Josuke that's already on Kira's shoulder. So here's... Here's my thought is that so because it grazes Kira first, right? Or it like no, it, no, because no, Kira he, blocks he, it first, he deflects right? It, yeah, and then it comes and then it boomerangs back yeah. and hits him. But yeah, it like uses the blood that's already on Kira's shoulder to repair itself well, towards so, it. So I think this is one of those times where it's like repair is. It's like if there was. I don't know. See, this is where, like, since it's blood, so he says it's just another object. So then it's because the blood's not like living anymore. So if Josuke had like a glass bottle, yeah, and he broke it and he left a little piece of glass on the ground and then walked like a block away, yeah, and then left like 
another piece of glass on the ground. Right. Those and two then walked pieces. like a triangle. Like yeah. could he, so he can f- decide to fix those two pieces together. Yes. But not the rest of it. Like if it's in range. Well, so I think of it sort of as like a jigsaw puzzle. Like you right. can connect two or three little pieces of the jigsaw puzzle and that that's still like right. connecting, but it's not right. the whole thing. Because so. up until now, we've pretty much seen him just do it in, part, yeah. in halves or like Entirely, not halves, but yeah. like I break off a piece of the thing and either heal it towards or away. Well, even in this episode where it's like he's putting pieces of concrete sidewalk back together, but it creates the 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 whole concrete mm-hmm. sidewalk right. again. It's not like he repairs the little pieces that are in his shoulder right. to just another hunk of right. the thing. So yeah, we haven't really seen him just do partial healing. Right. But and I so, think that's what it is. So he's decided, I mean, for all we know, this could be the first time he decide he figures out he can do this Well, because he's limit broken because yeah. of okiyasu yeah right he has hit his limit break and so he's super upset so he's like i'm gonna fucking kill kira now that doesn't work <laughs> but he figures out that kira knows where he is in the house yeah and so he lights hayato <laughs> on fire <laughs> because he's figured out somehow that ghost dad is hiding in hayato's pocket yeah and dictating to Kira where Jessica is like a via like a battleship yeah. via a phone. So this is now, so do you understand the, have we explained the blood thing? I think I do get it, even though it doesn't necessarily like make total sense. I get that this would be like an extension of Josuke's usual healing powers. Okay, good. Cause now I need Homing. someone to explain I, to me how Japan's wireless network works. <laughs> That's I, harder. I do want to say first, I like Josuke's line that like, this is my tracking bomb. Like it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so Japan's wireless network. <laughs> so, so first of all, just for American viewers, Japanese cell phones were for a very long time. I don't think they are so much anymore, but for a very long time, they were about a decade ahead of the United States in terms of cell phone technology. Right. Yeah. Now, certainly, they always they they never stopped being until smartphones became a thing, yeah. and now smartphones are different. But certainly, I mean, they're still more advanced than we are because like everyone there uses like wireless pay transfer and stuff for things. That's true. Yeah. Right. But um, but certainly in 1999, they had their cell phones had way more features that seemed almost like magic. I remember yeah. in like the, the 90s hearing about Japanese cell phones and being Same. like, what the fuck? Yeah. I want that. And you could talk to the dead. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, one of yeah. the features, yes. And the dead could talk to you. So, okay, here's the thing. We know that Ghost Dad can hold the arrow, yeah, which he, is a physical object, and interact with it yeah. in his photograph. Right. No, I get it. So he the phone, yeah, he can he do the same with a, with a cell phone. He just has a family plan. with. <laughs> I get it. It's just one of those things where this is where the scale of stuff gets hilarious to me. It's like Josuke coming out of that piece of paper where I'm just like, all right, but a Polaroid. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I know how big a Polaroid is. This is the problem with having a concrete object. I'm like, okay, so a picture of a person, and then that little person is sort of leaning out sometimes. But if you think about it, like when he grabs the arrow, that arrow has to like shrink a lot. Right. Like in terms of how you draw it for it to look like he's holding it and it's the same. It, it should be longer than the photo. Yeah. It should be huge I mean, to the picture I mean, of his dad. His dad should be bigger than the photo because he's a human. Yeah. Right, right. But so when he leans so. out of the frame, it's like, I think that's what happens. Is yeah. He becomes, he becomes bigger. He starts to become bigger. And so I guess that that's what's happening here, where it's like when he's holding the phone, it looks very little, but then when he drops it and Josuke picks it up, 
It doesn't it's anymore. It's a trick of perspective. It is a trick of perspective, but it bothers me and it's hilarious and I like to be much more literal about it <laughs> because it, much in the I mean, same I, way. I that, chalk it up to Japanese feature phones. Sure. God, man. Yeah. They so, were way ahead of their time. So is when his dad, but so if his dad takes the phone and puts it in the photograph, if he's calling from the photograph, is that in network or like, <laughs> <laughs> was that I mean, long distance? <laughs> the thing is that like, I doubt that, that either of them care much. I know. They're pretty desperate. What so if, so they're if, probably paying like a lot. What if Superfly is also a cell tower? Oh, okay. And so that's maybe so maybe only in Morio the yeah. dead can call you. Yeah, it's not going up to a satellite. It's just going through Superfly. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. Maybe if you die while you're holding a cell phone. Maybe he maybe it's, you take it's like is it like an Egyptian thing where like the things yeah. that he, <laughs> Yeah, he was buried with a cell phone. Kira was like, okay, dad, I'm going to need you to help me from beyond the grave. Yeah. So I'm going to, like, what else does he have in there? Or is he calling from the void and Okiyasu scraped a phone at some point? That's also totally possible. Or like Vanilla Ice may have just thrown some in there. Yeah. Or like through the, I don't know. Oh, God. His dad, when they meet his dad before he's in the photograph, uh, when he's outside of the photograph before the he's in boys, the room or he's in the yeah. room and he's fucking with them using a phone in that episode. Oh, that's uh-huh. right. He on, was buried with a phone. But that's yeah. on landline. So yeah, okay. So maybe yeah. he's maybe his actual ghost powers are like phone related and then because of trapping him in the photo, he also gained photo powers. Well, we know that ghosts can communicate yeah, differently through, yeah. Yeah, through like lines of communicate, like digital all right. type things. Okay. Uh, also, where's the invisible baby in all this? Come on, <laughs> I want to know. I feel like the vi- invisible baby and Joseph are taking a nap. Wait, <laughs> we already knew about all the invisible stuff with stands because of the invisible baby. Duh. Oh right, yeah. Invisible, invisible it can turn baby things invisible and not turns things invisible. So like that's we know a, that's its own. No, stand it power, is. Though. But we also know that like the system of stand invisibilityness. Yeah, that's has true. this this contact invisibility as like in its arsenal. So Josuke gets the phone from Kira's dad and then proceeds to pull the deadliest teen prank phone call. This part is so fucking cold it and is. badass. Like Kira s- shoots the huge bubble directly at Josuke's face and Josuke is just like... It's mushed it's, on oh, his yeah. face. I mean, he's about and to And Hayato is like, holy shit, what is he doing? And Josuke is just like, I am cool as a cucumber right now. Like I am going to impersonate the dad and have him kill his own dad. Yeah. And he does. So cool. This is, for me, this is like with the way that people talk about like jo- Jotaro in the poker episode as being sort of like a definitively Jotaro thing. Josuke like getting Kira to murder his own father is like, to me, then like, ah, so this is Josuke. <laughs> now I will say that technically this is not a murder because it's a ghost. It's like a murder. Like with he's a, destroying with, his own. He, he's like a with like sorry. a thing, a prime with, exorcism. Yeah, yeah. Something. There's but there's like a yeah. There's an asterisk on or the like end. A little dash. Uh, but but it is it is important because Josuke has not killed anyone yet. He's caused some people, but he hasn't. And he uh, caused destroyed other people. Too. Yeah, yeah. Anybody? Well, I directly. Mean, he, yeah. But he didn't. I mean, he he doesn't. Kira still technically destroys this person. Yeah, yeah. But. It's because I mean I mean this is directly. I mean it's like the bullet. I didn't kill him. The bullet killed him. You know, like so. Yeah, Josuke is tough and uh, Josuke rules. He's mad. He's so mad. And then Josuke mad. Yeah. And so then Kira almost dead. Josuke almost dead. Fight, fight, fight. Yasu (laughs) dead, or is he? Yeah. Yeah. Kira fires a, a an air bullet at. At Josuke. And it's like just about to kill him. And then suddenly, scrapey scrape. Yeah. And this this all happens in 
I do want to point out they do a palette swap. Oh yeah, that puts Ki- like Kira back into his original Kira colors. Which so I did not notice in rules. Yeah, so he's got like the baby blue suit and the, the like green suit. or sorry the purple. It's like a lilac suit. Yeah, fine. It's the purple suit and then like the green shirt. Yeah, his hair too, right? Yeah, his hair is a little green. But yeah, so I was just like, oh, nice, good, good job. And uh, and then yeah, it turns out Okiyasu decided to not be dead. Right. Okiyasu got to like the gates of dead dog hell where his brother was waiting for right. him. Right. And after deciding that his brother has never made a bad decision <laughs> in his life, <laughs> which is logical and true, apparently his brother was like, make your own decision about this. And Okiyasu was like, well, gay love saves the day. Yeah. Honestly, I love being alive. All of that feels very out of character. I have to assume that when you die and go to dead dog hell, you must become a much better person because I don't think his brother... Oh, out of character for his brother. Yeah. 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 Like... His well, brother would yeah. just be like, oh, you idiot. Of course you died. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I don't think he that maybe really happened. I yeah. think that was probably in Okuyasu's head. Yeah. Which, while he was as we dying. learned from Harry Potter, doesn't mean it didn't really happen. That's but true. Still. Yeah, so Okuyasu is Harry Potter. Uh, uh, yep. <laughs> the boy who <laughs> and, lived. Uh, and Okuyasu does get like powered up by dying and then coming back to life. Yeah, he, he, he now knows how to use his stand He properly. finally is like, oh shit, I've got a stand yeah. that can help with things. He yeah. has some like swagger now too. Yeah, yeah. so he like steals uh, Stray Cat from, from Killer Queen. Yeah, just calmly erasing bombs. Yeah, him pulling Stray Cat out of Killer Queen is hilarious because Stray Cat suddenly just becomes like a really adorable a cat. <laughs> kitten. Like a, like a kitten plant. Like I feel like the cat even knows not to fuck with Okiyasu because he's not <laughs> yeah. going to get anywhere. Yeah, this is a terrifying stand. <laughs> but yeah, so suddenly Stray Cat's adorable. Uh, and then we get to have the Josuke Okiyasu reunion, God, which is yeah. fucking cute. <sighs> Josuke, like teasing Okuyasu while weeping is yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. Josuke's so happy. His big like weepy smile. Yeah. It's uh, the best. Okuyasu, I think it was before this in particular, but I like his line that he gets a headache when he thinks too hard. Yeah. yeah. Buddy. We love um, Okuyasu. Yeah, I'm so really glad that our he's favorite, alive. Our favorite himbo. And then <laughs> I, I do appreciate like, and then it sort of drives home the point that it's like everything has turned on Kira. So it's like on one side of the street, there's the fire department. Yeah. For re- well, because well, the explosion. That, that the house did blow like, up. Yeah. Like even Koichi was like, is that a gas explosion? Yeah. So you would expect the, the fire department yeah. to show up. And then on, you know, on the other side of the street is, is Jotaro and Rohan and Koichi. And at the Being bottom. Like, what? What? Where am I? Oh, oh, we're in this episode. <laughs> I forgot we were in a JoJo's. Yeah, and so then, it's like sorry, we were staring into each other's eyes. Yeah, like we were all we were having like a three way makeout sesh. And then the bottom of the T is uh, Jotaro, or sorry, is Josuke and Okiyasu, uh, and I guess technically Stray Cat and Hayato and, and Hayato. Yeah, I'm just it's so yeah, it's done. Kira's done. Uh, but there's surrounded. still one more episode. Yeah, oh, so it's wow. like, what next? We'll find out. How will Kira finally be defeated by this? Ragtag team. Yeah, basically. Oh, and uh, Hayato says stuff about like, you know, fate may be on your side, but now you're in the heart of justice. Yeah. It's, so it's good. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit about dads though, right? Yes. So so when I was watching this, I was actually just thinking about um, Dio, part one Dio, like, like son of Dario Brando. Completely innocent, non-dog killing Dio. Exactly. What uh, a good boy. Yeah. And Dio's how, never made a bad decision in his life. <laughs> how Dio, how Dio is kind of the opposite of Kira in that 
they both had bad dads, but in different ways. So Dio was just like abused and cast aside and never given any opportunities or whatever. And Kira is like pampered and given every chance in the world and like cleaned up after. And so uh, it's, it's just interesting to have these two main antagonists with these like completely different like completely opposite childhoods and it's, relationships to their fathers. I mean, like even like, you know, his Kira's dad is literally helping him to the very yeah. end. Whereas like Dio's dad just like fucking dies. Iraqi is poisoned. Yeah. By his son. Uh, maybe he just ate grapes and he's part dog. Okay. <laughs> Still being poisoned. Yeah. Maybe arena killed him. Um, <laughs> yes. Arena killed Dario. <laughs> uh, teach the controversy. Araki has now given us like the full spectrum of ways to be a bad dad. Yeah. Like you can be a bad dad via neglect and like abuse and you can be a bad dad via overindulgence. And, and you can coddling. be a bad dad or you can be a bad dad by just not knowing you're a dad. Yeah, absentee yeah. parenting. Absentee parenting. You, you can, can be a bad dad by working for Dio and getting a tumor. You can be a bad dad <laughs> by gaslighting your son and preferring his nemesis to him like uh right like yeah. like like uh um Jonathan's Jonathan. dad yeah Jonathan's dad you can be a bad dad by so many ways god there's just so I'm many trying to think what jo- Joseph's dad's situation was he died you can be a bad dad by dying. Oh, by, right. You, yeah, by you standing can, by up being, to Nazis and dying. Yeah, <laughs> by being killed by a, by a sleeper zombie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, Joseph, Joseph has a bad mom. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. You can be a bad dad by being a mom. By just being a mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can be a bad dad by being a saxophone player. Yeah. yeah a touring. Well, that, that a I touring think jazz that musician. might be the worst dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. He clearly taught Jotaro nothing about like about like respecting women for example also married holly yeah who mm. incidentally had a bad dad aka yeah. joseph yeah you can you who can was have, a bad dad in multiple ways yeah this is i feel like joseph was the original kira's dad in terms of like being way too close to your yeah kid. like having really inappropriate boundaries yeah so yeah there's just like iraqi's really i appreciate that his father issues have really it's not even like a same shit, different day kind of thing. No. It's just like, he's really exploring all the ways you can ruin a child. And it's, I think it's really good. Like, it's good writing. It is, yeah, it's great. Because yeah. it's just like, because it's so easy to just do like, oh, abusive alcoholic father and stop there. That's that, but that's where so they started. Many, yeah, <laughs> that's so many like depictions of bad dads where it's yeah. just like, oh, I think he's a nice guy and then he gets drunk and now he's bad. This yeah. is what abuse is like. Yeah, it's just the kids in the hall sketch daddy drink. You and, know, just <laughs> And Iraqi is just like, well, yes, but also yeah. all these other things, like maybe you're a serial killer and really, <laughs> or like maybe you're, you know, you're, you're a potential serial killer and really you should be in therapy and be like socialized with non potential serial killer kids. But actually your dad is just going to help you be a serial killer. Yeah. And that's not great. Yeah. This idea that like <laughs> the boundary between like what makes someone happy and what is healthy for them. Yeah. And like that, that's part of parenting. Uh, I really appreciate it. I think yeah. it's cool. It, it leads me to believe that Araki probably has not screwed up his daughters as much as he probably worries that he has. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. yeah um, I wish Araki was my dad. I don't. I, <laughs> I'm not saying if given the opportunity to switch, I wouldn't, but it's not like a thing I actively want. I mean, I only just decided just now. Oh, okay. It's not like I think about it, but I'm just like, that seems like it would be fun. 
Yeah, maybe. So, like, like imagine being, like, a teenager and realizing that your dad's Iraqi Iraqi. is your dad. That's true. Like, being like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> this is your life's work? Holy shit. That would be amazing. Dad, are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be like, yes. Well, you know... <laughs> Yes, I am. Oh, so the closing credits are finally fully populated with like everyone in Morio. So if you haven't watched those in a while. Yeah, the 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 closing credits just have it's just just watch it. It's just it's so many people. <laughs> Which is like I remember, you know, even though I'd seen them before, like when we were watching at the beginning of the season, I was like, well, this it doesn't feel empty, but I know it gets a lot more crowded. And now it's just like, Jesus Christ, there was no one in these at the beginning. <laughs> so yeah, it's delightful. And uh yeah, we've got one episode left where I assume Kira turns it all around. Yeah. <laughs> murders everybody. Yep. And wins. And wins. Innocuously murders everybody. So no one notices. And then he can live his quiet life. Yeah. Like a plant. His, yeah. He wants, to, he wants to live a life like a plant. Araki would never make the bad guy win. <laughs> Definitely. Ironically, Kira would enjoy being literally carsed. Like he he was sent he off super on would. a meteor into space and where he could just like sit and be quiet if he could be in like a a space shuttle forever with just enough to sustain him and like a bunch of preserved hands yeah like that's the thing is that i'm like i think kira really wants like a murder meditation retreat yeah yeah you just kill a woman jerk off with her hand (laughs) don't talk for 10 hours a day yeah but I mean, these are the simple things in life. Who doesn't, yeah. Who doesn't like a want, plant? Yeah. Who, that's exactly what plants want. I know, that's the thing. It's like his idea of what he wants and what he actually does, like, don't match at no. all. Like, and also because it's like he clearly hates, like, I feel like he probably hated all his coworkers when he was living as Kiryu Sakage, and he definitely hates the life of the dude who he's, you know, body snatched. So I'm like, I don't think that that's actually what you want. <laughs> right. I mean, because he thinks, I mean, like Dio. Are you saying Kira's a bad guy? <laughs> I'm saying he doesn't know himself very I mean, well. the thing oh. is that like like Dio, who literally thinks he is God. Yes. Kira also thinks he is God in a different way. So but like he thinks that that it doesn't affect anybody for him to kill people. He doesn't think That's that true, other people yeah. are people. Yeah. So in the way that, so he like he thinks he controls everything and that everything revolves around him. So basically, again, Iraqi is saying that if your dad yeah is too neglectful and abusive you will end up thinking you're god and go crazy and kill people if your dad is too coddling and indulgent and tells you you're the best thing ever you will go crazy and end up killing tons of people and think you're god okay but but what about the fact that dio has like the sign of the beast on him in the form of three moles his dad tattooed that on him <laughs> no, it's true. The sign of the beast. But but I mean, I think that Kira also like, I don't think that Kira wasn't born with inclination. Yeah. Like he has the, the non, the, the part four version of the sign of the beast. Like he's always been the nails. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's just he theoretically could like exist as a person who isn't a serial. It's really killer. interesting to see like interesting in a certain way uh to see the ways in which that it's like he clearly just has sort of internal weather like everybody has but 
for him that like it's like directions to murder people yeah so it's just like oh my nails are growing too long must be time to kill somebody right. oh that person irritated me on public transit must, must be, be time, time to, to kill, kill somebody <laughs> yeah it's just like it's, he has like no emotional regulation which like obviously but it's but he doesn't think of himself like right. his it's really fascinating to me yeah, he his, thinks of himself as cool calm collected yeah. yeah where he's like what if i really calm down and i'm just super logical and it's like dude you are not logical at yeah, all nothing about you is logical <laughs> like really nothing <laughs> which is just like everybody else like humans are driven by emotion like logic is just one of the many things the brain does and it doesn't even do it that often. So yeah, I don't know. It's super, it's super neat. And I like that we get like just enough Kira for him to be interesting and for it to not feel indulgent. Yeah. And, this, like it's a season about a serial killer. Right? This podcast is the only place where logic reigns supreme. That's yes. definitely true. We are driven entirely by cold, cool facts. <laughs> That's why there are no plot holes in Jojo's. That's right. Because we have patched them over with logic. Yes. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Okuyasu would leave for being alive. 